Welcome to the Breakfast Leadership Show, where we interview global thought leaders on business, leadership, and life. Here's your host, keynote speaker, best-selling author, and chief burnout officer of the Breakfast Leadership Network, Michael Levitt. Welcome back. I've got Anna Hemmings on the line. Anna, how are you? I'm good. Thank you, Michael. How are you? I am awesome. Really looking forward to this conversation today. So for those that don't know you, why don't you share a little bit about your background, the Olympic journey as best you can, and and then we'll dive into the conversation. So my background is as an Olympic kayaker. I competed at Sydney in the Beijing Olympic Games, and I also won six world championships in marathon kayak racing. Um, Then I retired from the sport in 2009 and I set up a training consultancy called Beyond the Barriers. And now I'm passionate about taking those lessons that I learned from the world of sport and bringing them to the workplace. So I work with leaders and their teams to help them develop the skills, the attitudes and the behaviors to build resilience and deliver exceptional performance. And yeah, that's what I'm passionate about now. Yeah, and that training, you know, and training is not a strong enough word. Anybody that uh, performs or competes and is a world champion, the, the time and effort and dedication to your craft uh, speaks volumes about your character. But then when you apply it into, you know, helping organizations find that same type of excellence, I'm sure you find a ton of similarities between the two, where if you do the time and you put in the preparation and you set yourself up for success, your organization is going to have a better chance at being successful and meeting the goals that it reaches for on a daily basis. Yeah, exactly. There are so so many similarities between sport and business. There are obviously many differences, but ultimately as a, as a speaker, as a, as a business coach, it, what I do is help people deliver results um, results through people which is the same as a coach in sport they're helping get results through people um, it's the same thing it's just a different vehicle that we get the results um, so there are many similarities and, and yeah and, and that's what I do is bring out those similarities what have the last couple of years been like for you and you know for the organizations that you're working with I, I anticipate that resilience has been something that has been a focal point for the work that you do and of course the last couple of years have been really challenging for for everybody in a variety of degrees but I'd love to hear you know how you've been navigating through it both as a professional and then of course you know and some of the things that you're seeing organizations deal with yeah so it's been a real mixture actually so obviously when the pandemic hit you know things just went crazy all over the place some work just went off a cliff and some organizations just shut down and then others reached out and went how can we help our people what can we do Anna and and we do another division of my organization is that we do a lot of corporate well-being and resilience work so you know they were reaching out for that kind of stuff how can we support our people um so it was a real mixture and then like the speaking work came back um, when people realized we could do stuff online and even since it's returned in person it it's been a mixture so resilience has obviously been a real topic um, helping people navigate through those difficult times and I'd say the first 
six to nine months that was a huge topic you know it was just all that everyone was asking for was was all about resilience how do we help our people navigate this how do we support their mental health how do we help them build confidence to navigate this time how do we help leaders deal with uncertainty that was a big topic um, navigating through uncertainty leave, leading in difficult times compassionate leadership all of those kind of topics were really big um, but then in the last 12 months yeah at least you know the topics of you know reaching the highest level winning mindset you know achieving high performing teams all of that stuff has come back and there are organizations out there who are still doing really well who've surprised themselves over the last 12 to 18 months and have hit targets and and want to keep achieving so i'd say it's been a bit of a mixture really well, that's good to hear because yeah, sometimes you talk with consultants around the globe and they, they're talking you know, strictly on you know, resilience and they're just like, wow, it's, it's a big, big challenge, which it is. But I'm, I'm thrilled to hear that there are organizations, and it doesn't surprise me in a way, that there are some that have not only grown but have thrived over these last few years because of of the work that they've done with your team and then just also the character of of that organization and and the things that they do and having support of of their teammates and working with each other in a collaborative way in a healthy way as well uh, where the best work comes out of people when they go into a workplace that is a healthy environment for them that allows them to do great things and be creative and have some autonomy on how they work and it's kind of like I, I use the analogy of okay we're gonna we're gonna let you do everything we're gonna you know if you're using a bowling analogy for example but we're gonna have the bumpers up so the ball doesn't go off into the gutter but we're gonna pretty much give you the whole lane to kind of navigate around to be creative and do your work and I think people get used to that type of environment and then they just strive and they get more and more creative and again that's when you start seeing those organizations okay we've grown to this level we want to grow more we want to be better and those are great organizations to be around aren't they uh, absolutely I love that and you know that's a I think uh, something that I get brought in a lot especially for keynote speaking is we've hit our targets this year we're, we're flying how do we sustain that how do we keep going and get and reach even higher because I won six world championships three of them were in consecutive years so I did that I, I, I won back to back I, I was at the highest level of my sport for many years so like how do you do that what do we do to keep that winning mindset and you know not get complacent and keep learning and keep striving for constant improvement what, what do we do um, so I love that when organizations are flying and they just and they have that drive to just want to be better and do even more next year not get complacent and take the foot off the gas they want to just keep going and going um, so that's oh yeah I love that that's super exciting so going back to you know the three peat that you did and just you know winning back to back championships yeah, winning the first championship is extremely hard but you look at you know, different types of athletes and professional sports winning it again i hear a lot of people say is harder and i'd love to see you know have you share you know what that experience was like because it's applicable like you said to the organizations that have had their best year ever and they go you know what we want to continue on this 
path of having our best years ever because we want to make a big impact. So, you know, what's that journey like when you've won the championship? That's your ultimate goal. It's like, I want to do this. And then, and you want to do it again. I know there's a drive factor, but there's more to it, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. You know, so many sales teams, they come to me and they're like, we had the most incredible targets to hit this year and we hit them. I have no idea. They've raised the targets. How am I going to go even higher next year? Um, and, and a big part of that is, you know, it's a mindset. It really is. It's a mindset of, first of all, challenging your own limits about what's possible because, you know, we start, we think, oh, we hit that high. We just we can't possibly go any higher. So it's about, you know, if you want to keep moving forward, then you've got to imagine not just an incremental improvement, but something extraordinary compared to what you're already doing. So that's really important. And then asking yourself, you know, we've got to work hard. Everyone's got to work hard. But it's about asking yourself, what else can I do to be even better today? How can I, you know, for me, how can I make my boat go faster than it did yesterday? And so and as a team, how can we be even better? And, and it's about consistency, consistently doing the right things because winning isn't a one-time thing, it's an all-time thing. It's about understanding what are the basics that I need to do right and get right all of the time. Uh, not just once in a while, you know, I do the, you know, as an athlete, it wasn't just once in a while I'm going to go to the gym and once in a while I'm going to eat the right things and once in a while I'm going to focus on getting good sleep. It's doing those things every day, all the time. So it's about consistency of messages, consistency of behavior to your team. Um, it's about... You know, if I'm going to give feedback, it's not just once in a while, it's consistently giving feedback to help your team improve. Um, and it's about recognizing that, you know, it's a learning mindset as well for me. It's about, you know, constantly, you know, we, the only sustainable competitive advantage is to learn quicker and faster than your competitors. And so it's about creating, you know, when, but when we get to the top, you know, particularly in, in the world of leadership, thinking that, I'm the finished article now. And then you stop listening and you stop learning. And the path to continued success is, lies in the realization that there's always more to learn. So I encourage teams that I work with to create an environment where they're continuously curious and seeking knowledge that will benefit their team. And, you know, being this sponge for learning all of the time seeking out people from different departments from different divisions getting you know different perspectives and and always seeking learning and that that's what helps us seek I, I talk about um can i is a little acronym that you help me to keep striving for constant and never-ending improvement um and that was what helped me to not get complacent and and think about you know, no matter how exceptional you are, you can always improve. And so it's about forcing yourself and your team to find out how and keep asking that question. How can we get better? Um, even when you've asked it a thousand times, ask it in a different way. How can we keep improving? So, it's, you know, I could talk about this for ages, but it's a mindset, really, is what it is. And it, it's a great reminder. And it reminds me of an organization I worked for several, several years ago. I'm alarmed at how many years ago it was, but they're Fortune 500 organization, but they were one of the few organizations that I ever worked for that at the end of every project, they would bring the project team together, but they would also bring in key people from other projects that didn't work on that project at all and actually had a really deep dive debrief of mm -hmm. what the project was like, what went well, 
what could we have done differently? And then seek input of people that weren't even in the project and have them ask questions. Okay, what about this? What about that? And when they started this exercise, at first it felt a little odd and it was like running through mud, but eventually it got rhythm and it started flowing to the point where we improved our efficiency so much in that first year that we were able to increase our client numbers by 20% without hiring any additional staff because we found different tools and things that could make us leaner, more efficient, ask better questions. So, and it was a mindset of how do we improve this? That yeah. you know, constant quality improvement. We think about quality improvement and maybe manufacturing, but you know what? That makes a lot of sense in every industry, including individually. How can I be better than I was yesterday? Or how can I be better than I was last quarter or last year or maybe the last two years? It's easy, and I know you run into this a lot when you're working with clients, especially initially until they start realizing, okay, it's a mindset thing. We put our own limits on our growth. You know, if we say, oh, I can't do that, you're right. You can't because you just told yourself that you can't. Do you think you can do that? Look what you did this year. You grew the division by 30%. If uh, two years ago I said you would have grown your business by 30%, in the midst of a pandemic, you would have said I was absolutely bonkers. And no, you you did all the things that you needed to do. And guess what? You can continue to do that. It's all about mindset. And I love what you said a moment ago. So how can we how can we make things faster? How can we go faster? How can we make the boat go faster? What can we do? You know, rowing. It's like okay, how can we improve our flow? Let's. And again, that's what you know, the beauty of technology. Doesn't matter what industry you're in. There's so many technical gifts out there now that can deep dive, analyze how we flow, how we do things to the point say, well, if you lift your elbow or drop your elbow by so many degrees, all of a sudden you are gaining maybe five centimeters every you know, stroke. Okay. That's going to make a big difference. It, 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 it's like, well, five centimeters. What's that? It's like... Um, first place, podium, medals. That, that's what it is. And in life and in business, those little increments make you better than you were before and also better than your competition, which means you're going to continue to grow and thrive. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we were all about that. What are this breaking down the key components of the performance, looking at everything and thinking about, you know, the nutrition, the technique, the technology, the recovery, the mental strength, all of those different components and how can we improve each one by just small amounts, 1% here and 1% in all of those and added together year after year that has a huge impact. Um, And, you know, people often say, there's just small details and don't sweat the small stuff but actually you know I won and lost races by this much and when you get obsessed with the details that's what allows you to win and lose races by this or win races by this much Um, you have to be all over those small details they're going to make the difference when you're competing at the highest level and, and races are won and lost like this that by fractions of a second you've got to be into those details and those one percent margins um it's so crucial so where do you see things going over the next few years now that we are, you know, at the time of this recording, kind of in this, depending on who you talk to, 
different stage of the COVID pandemic where things have pretty much opened up again in most places. So, so businesses and resiliency, and I know you said you're seeing a mixture of stuff. Where do you see things going in the next few years as far as like your client base is concerned? You know, what are some things that you're anticipating are going to be the next areas of improvement for them or challenges that they're going to be facing? Well, I think something that we started to see now and I think will continue is a lot of work around high performing teams because organizations, you know, there's this hybrid thing now where, you know, teams aren't always together. I don't know how it is over in the US, but I'm guessing it's similar. You know, there's not as much people are not 100% in the office the whole time. And so making sure that teams are still operating in a really cohesive way and that they're still high performing, even though they're not in the office in face to face all the time together is really crucial. Um, making sure that there's trust in the team, which is harder to build. It is for sure harder to build if you're not in the room together all the time in the same office. No one's you know, in the room all together all the time, but less so now than they were ever before. So how do we make sure we build that trust? Um, how do we make sure that we're having those conversations and bringing in all the voices? You know, we talk about, you know, how you brought in different um, people from different different divisions to get in on that review conversation. That's so crucial if we want to create, you know, innovative solutions. We want great ideas. We want people to be putting forward ideas and not feel holding back. Um, but we can only do that if we're comfortable and there's trust in the room. We can, you know, it's much harder to bring in all those different voices when we're online. And so, what are the things that we can do as a team? to make sure we're getting the best out of the team, that we are being high performing. Um, I think that's gonna be really crucial. Um, how are we gonna hold people accountable if we're not you know, seeing each other all the time? That is absolutely critical to high performance and maintaining high standards of performance is holding, you know, holding one another accountable. Individuals, peer to peer, not just leaders, but peer to peer accountability is fundamental. Um, you know, giving feedback. It's so much easier when we're in person. We can just on the spot, you know, we can be giving feedback. That was something that was fundamental to the success of the teams that I was a part of was that constant feedback, constantly checking in with the team, not waiting for an annual review, not waiting for the, the six monthly re, you know, review. We couldn't afford to do that. You know, the world to the Olympics have been and gone by then. And very few teams can wait you know, six months, 12 months to give feedback. We need to be giving and getting it constantly, checking in. Um, and so, you know, those kind of things I think are really crucial for teams at the moment and navigating this new way of working in this hybrid environment. Um, so I, I think that's important for teams right now. I'm optimistic about organizations that want to improve and be better at what they do, which benefits you and I as consumers of their products and services. So it's always great to hear that that's the focal point. And I, I am hopeful that in this hybrid work environment that we find ourselves in in many places, that the accountability, as you mentioned, and thank you for mentioning that, is there for for employees and everybody to continue to give. Just because you're sitting at a chair remotely instead of a chair in a cubicle or at your office should not mean that you don't put in 
a great effort to make yet that organization better because you benefit from it as an employee and it's it it's it motivates you to do great work and i think ultimately that's what we all want to do is is incredible work and if we don't then we we need to find another place that's better suited for us and i and i anticipate like with a great resignation and quiet quitting, I'm hopeful that those people that are leaving organizations and, and not putting in a full effort can go find a place where they feel that they want to and they, they feel comfortable doing so. Because otherwise, you're robbing yourself as an employee if you don't give a great effort. It, it's it, it's creating some patterns that are, are quite disturbing. So I'm grateful to hear that organizations are focusing on, on being better, even in the midst of chaos and wars and inflation and supply chain issues and everything else that we face. Those are all excuses. And I love organizations that say, yeah, those things are happening. We're going to continue down this path anyway, and we'll navigate through those things because we're resilient. And I think that's what's really key for everything that they're doing. Yeah, I think it is. I think it's really important. I think it's something that has been focused on. But the the downside of that hybrid world is that the the demands of of the job are still there. The pressures are there. The workload is overwhelming, and because they're hybrid, they're not getting that that release valve which they would normally get they they don't have that person there to to download on to to go out for a drink with after work you know the pressures it's just work 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 and i get that some people are getting the release because they're not having to commute and but that social connection is really important and people we know that the strength of our resilience is based on the strength of our connections the strength of our relationships and so if we're not focusing on building those relationships then our resilience is going to deteriorate so it's really important that people are getting that right yes they're getting the balance of home and work because they're at home more but are they still getting that that social connection the the relationships that they need to build to be to sustain that high level of performance because it's great if teams are are focusing on high performance and they're saying right how do we keep teams high performing but are we also taking care of the individual and their and their well-being so that they can perform at a high level? That's really crucial. It is, and I'm hoping that organizations will keep that in mind as well as we navigate through these ever-changing times. So, and I've loved this conversation. Where can people find out more about you and this amazing work you're doing? So um, I'm on LinkedIn. That's my favorite social media platform. So you look up Anna Hemmings uh, on LinkedIn. My training consultancy is beyondthebarriers.co.uk. And if you want to book me as a speaker, it's annahemmings.com. Definitely will have all that information in the show notes. So Anna, congratulations again on all of your success, both as an athlete and as well as a, a very, very important leader in the space to make organizations better. So thank you so much for your time today. Pleasure. Thanks for having me, Michael. Thanks for listening to The Breakfast Leadership Show, part of the Breakfast Leadership Network. Visit breakfastleadership.com for tips on empowering your business and your life.